0: Sin is clearly the breaking of the law of God, John 3, 4, Romans 3, 20, Numbers 15, 22. It is only through the law that we have knowledge of sin. It can only be by the law that we can define sin. So when someone is sinning, do we or should we simply tell them, sure, keep on sinning, have fun, enjoy yourself in your sinning. The law of God is simply foolish. No, of course not. The Bible commands us to correct and rebuke them in gentleness and kindness. The Bible actually says it is the foolish that decide to keep breaking the law of God. Yet, some, when being corrected in their sin, will quote Titus chapter 3 verse 9. Yet, avoid foolish controversies and genealogies and arguments and quarrels about the law, because these are unprofitable and useless. The person being convicted of their sin is attempting to withdraw from the conversation by literally calling the discussion on the law of God a foolish controversy. So then, let's ask the question. Is calling out people's sin foolish? Is teaching obedience foolish? Of course not. That would destroy the whole Great Commission, which is actually founded on the principle of teaching all nations to obey everything Yeshua commanded. We are to teach others how not to sin. We are to teach obedience. Is it a foolish controversy to teach against sin? Is it a foolish controversy to teach obedience? As ridiculous as it might be, when people misuse Titus 3.9, that is indeed what they are saying. They may not be intentionally saying this. They are likely just regurgitating what they have heard others say without really giving the matter any thought. The point of the matter is this. We are to not misuse what Paul wrote in Titus 3.9 to escape correction in our sin. That is not only silly, but very wrong. Titus 3.9 resides in the context of controversy surrounding matters of genealogy and the law of God. We just cannot pretend that Titus 3.9 makes no mention of such simply to suit our own agenda. If one knows their Bible, one realizes that there are commandments and regulations in the law of Moses afforded to things related to tribes and genealogies. Paul's point is not that it is not worth arguing about these things if there is controversy amongst the people. As Gentiles come into the faith, these matters became more complex, as one's lineage could be rather complex. For example, one could be 25% of one tribe, partially related to another family, or have no Hebrew heritage at all. It was not the easiest thing to figure out. Paul's point was that it was not profitable to argue and debate about genealogies. And whatever you might think about all of that, it really doesn't matter. Here's what does matter. What we certainly do know is that Paul did not say, okay, now it is just fine to sin and don't let anyone tell you otherwise. If someone was caught committing adultery or breaking the law of God and they were being corrected on the matter, would it make any sense for the person to say, well, even though I'm committing adultery, Titus 3.9 says to avoid these controversies about the law of God. So you know, this discussion is foolish. So, I'll see you later and have a nice day. That makes no sense. So, the next time someone uses this verse in an attempt to escape the accountability to the law of God and their responsibility to avoid sin, perhaps you can ask them exactly what part of the law of God is foolish to them. I wonder if God considers his law foolish. Just a thought.
1: The apostle paul a proclaimed pharisee turned champion of the faith writing 13 letters which would later become the pillars of christian doctrine millions today use paul to teach the changing of the law of god despite the fact that other scriptures declare something quite contrary to the common interpretations of his writings king david tells us that the law of god is freedom but many believe paul said the law of God is slavery but Paul also said that we should follow the law of God and he said that he delights in the law of God but he also said that we are not under the law this may be completely new to you you may have never considered any of this welcome to the Pauline paradox a modern theological reality in which many turn a blind eye We confront this paradox head-on and seek, once and for all, to understand the true Hebraic context in which his words were originally authored, to bring reconciliation to his words regardless of the depth of this challenge. We discover that Paul stated that he followed the whole law of God and even taught the law of God. We show how Peter, a person who knew Paul better than any today, warned us of how Paul's writings regarding the law were difficult to understand and how his words are misunderstood easily. If one did not know the Old Testament well enough, even 2,000 years ago, Peter warned that misunderstanding Paul would cause one to break the law of God in ignorance. We find that even in the first century, Paul was constantly falsely accused of not keeping the law of God. We even see James defending Paul, proving that Paul kept and taught the law of God. This is all in the Bible. One of the keys to unlocking the context of Paul's letters is to have a proper understanding of the debates of the first century. In this series, we will cross-reference several passages to reveal the ongoing dialogue which occurred between the parties involved. We show how Paul was constantly accused of not teaching the whole law of God, and when he was confronted with such accusations, he always claimed to follow and teach the whole law of God even to the point of paying for sacrifices at the temple to prove such accusations to be false. Does this all sound too crazy to be true? We implore you to test everything, to challenge your faith and seek truth, not tradition. The first teaching in the Pauline Paradox series is titled, Is the Majority Ever Wrong? We address the first mental barrier, which is a misplaced confidence in the self-professed doctrinal experts who claim to understand Paul's words. Then, in the teaching, The Paul You Never Knew, we reveal words of Paul that many never see, the real Paul, the Paul that kept and taught the whole law of God. Following that, we detail in the teaching, Why is Paul so difficult to understand? The root cause of why so many misunderstand Paul. This then leads us into the teaching, Which Law Paul?, which to the surprise of many, exposes the fact that Paul was not always just talking about the law of God when he spoke of the law. In fact, Paul mentions at least seven laws. The law of God, the law of sin, the law of sin and death, the law of the spirit of life, the law of faith, the law of righteousness, the law of Christ. What are all these laws and how do they relate to one another? More importantly, how does it help us understand Paul's letters in respect to the law of God to help us avoid the error of the lawless that Peter warns us about in reading Paul's letters? It is in that that we then, verse by verse, dive deep into Romans, Galatians, Ephesians, and more to solve and reconcile the Pauline paradox once and for all. We make it available to you in one series so you can test all of this yourself to the unchanging Word of God. For more free information, including these free video teachings, please visit us at testeverything.net.